shenanigans this week, boys. Nope. Welcome to Stasis Lock episode 145. I'm joined with my two lovely co-hosts, Tyler and not Tyler. Um, <laughs> not-, <laughs> not Tyler, if you want to introduce yourself. Uh, where can people find you at, man? Hi, I'm Dolly. You can find me everywhere at Daltonian CFs. And uh, Tyler, where can people find you, man? Fuck Brian Buck. All right. Keeping it keeping it in continuity. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath, and uh, we hope to get hashtag fuck buck trending. So, yep. uh, Dalton, what'd you get this week, man? I got the Unicron.com upgrade kit for the Transmetal Megatron. So, happy to have that. Awesome. Tyler, what did you get this week? Uh, not. I didn't get anything as far as collector-wise goes, but I got a promotion at work. All right. Do you got a making that gotta, making that bank, Mac? You got you got a promise. You got a promise for a bigger paycheck. That's uh yeah. yeah that's and I actually got a paycheck today from last oh. week. So yeah, dope. So it all works out. I actually got uh your Japanese beast machines thrust in the mail. I haven't opened it yet. I just oh uh, right. Okay. I forgot I, I even gonna, got that. Yeah, she's <laughs> in a box on the bar. That's funny. Okay, so, cool. Hopefully, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I'm I'm like so I haven't got anything, but I'm considering. I've um, I was on eBay last night just browsing because I got like six notifications of all the things on my watch list that are ending, and it's just stuff that's going to be relisted. But like, I'm seriously considering buying four more Metabot kits. Not because I like that. Okay, not that I don't like them. Not because I liked them as a kid growing up. Because they're all new ones that I don't know about. But they all look really fucking sick, and I could do to have some more Metabots on my Metabot shelf because currently I only have four. So that's like almost three hundred dollars. I don't know if I want to spend that much. Hey, you're trying to live your best Metabots life, man. I can uh. Yeah. Kabar said he's got a carded air razor. It's about time, man. I know you were uh, you were looking for one of those uh, something fierce, and I think someone had uh, sniped one out from under him. So good on that. He also said, "Congrats on the promotion, Tyler." So thanks, man. Moving on up in the world, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dalton, guess it's uh, guess it's you that's going to be stroking my ego from now on. Tyler's on to bigger <laughs> and better things. I went from the loafing jug to the toasted rug. <laughs> I mean, that's I not the only thing I'll be stroking. Uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I got um, I got some Beast Wars buttons in some uh, just some some buttons. Uh, one is Dinobot eating ice cream, which was an absolute necessity. Adorable. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one I really wanted, and then um, I ended up uh, also getting sent. The Heartbreaker Rat Trap and the uh, Cool Guy Primal. Uh, so it, it was awesome. It was awesome <laughs> to get all three of them. So, uh, hey. Hey. Was he a mint chocolate chip kind of guy, Dinobot? Uh, no, it was, it was a well, it was a pink ice cream. So bubblegum, I guess. Was that strawberry. Okay, strawberry. You're a uh, you're more ice cream of a guy than I am. Uh, I was just oh. guessing. What's and up? I do have a topic for tonight. Once we okay. get there. So, well, uh, yeah, top topic is just uh, spitballing anyone's game tonight. 
All right. Dope. Nobody even Bye. nobody even got any show notes, but we do have a beast banging. There we which do. is uh, almost also did not get put together uh, this week. Around <laughs> here on the Primal Savage YouTube channels, stay everything at the last minute. We know exactly how shit go. We don't need to write no words down. Fuck words, burp. Woo. I didn't catch any of that. I still don't understand that reference. What the hell oh, is the okay. woo from again? Oh that's a uh, first thing, right? That's early. No, that's early stasis lock stuff, man. So, all right. Uh, I believe this yeah. is presenting to everyone. Uh, so, our beast banging is Waspinator, like I said. So, this is the original Hasbro version. All images are, again, uh, from tfu.info. So, go check them out for all of your resourcey goodness. And uh, I'm going to keep using them until they have something that, uh, or until they don't have a picture that I need. And hopefully, I've got it to take a picture of it. But um, as you can see, light blue eyes here. And they had this, like, marked as the mutant mask, even though this is clearly the robot face. So, yeah, I think, so I think before uh, Beast Wars became the show that it was, I think the mutant mask was the more animalistic part of the head and the robot head part was just, I guess, the robot head. But um, I think that was it was called the mutant mask before the cartoon became something. And they just liked the look of the mutant mask. So they used that as Waspinator's actual head, because if you uh if you can recall, they used that robot head on Waspinator's body as Buzzsaw's actual head. Is this Buzzsaw? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Buzzclaw, yeah. something yeah. like that? Yeah. I think, wasn't wasn't that even the, uh, even on the card art, doesn't Buzzsaw have the actual robot head and Waspinator mm -hmm. used yeah. the, which you, you would yeah. think that they would do the same with Dinobot and Grimlock, but they didn't. They both no. had their, their mutant masks uh, unequipped. Which I think. Well, I mean, to be fair, Dinobot was one that didn't really need a mutant mask. No, no, well, I was talking like as far as card art goes. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I so, think they left it the same with Grimlock, just because, just as it is, it still looks like G One Grimlock. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of the early, you know, I guess you would say like '95, like. Beast Wars wave stuff did have some very G1 esque heads. I think like Cheetor really being an exception. Maybe maybe it was just the deluxes that really had that. I mean, you, I guess you could tell like what was considered an earlier design than the rest. Because hey, I do believe like oh, is deluxe in here? No, he's not. No, in. you name dropped him. Oh yeah, <laughs> internet celebrity. Um. But like I know a lot of those uh, a lot of those hard copies like early stages that we've looked at all had Dinobot heads, which yeah. was uh, hmm. yeah pretty interesting. So I think I think Dinobot was definitely one of the pioneer figures of the line, rightfully so. But I mean, for whatever reason, TFU.info has the robot head marketed as the uh, the mutant mask. <laughs> when, no. in fact, this is the mutant mask. Now, if we were to get a well, or when we get a masterpiece of Waspinator, do you think we'll get the robot head just as a swappable face? Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, I think that if for whatever reason Takara wanted to do a buzzsaw, which would make total sense, needed Shadow Panther, we would get a completely new head all around for it. And buzzsaw was in the Japanese line, 
so it would yeah. it would fit where like where Grimlock really doesn't fit. Buzzsaw at least would because I don't think there was a Japanese release for Grimlock. And the colors look really nice on that version too. Oh yeah, on the bus. So I was gonna say mm. this looks looks pretty bad. No, All this no. bland gray, like a lot of man, a lot. There were a lot of the. Uh, well, I say a lot. A few of these '96 figures and a few of the '97 figures just seemed like they were incomplete. Like Bone Crusher, for example, he seemed like he was just like incomplete. Like, well, we don't know what color to make this, so let's just stick it ivory. Um, the prototype ivory. <laughs> yeah, and. Waspinator and Tarantulas are good examples of like, well, we don't know, so how about gray? I mean, like they painted, they painted the faces and or the eyes rather. Mm-hmm. This, so. uh, the Takara version, which we'll, we'll soon see some differences there. It's mostly in the green. Uh, you see, it's a kind of, I guess, more lime green or a less of a lime green. Yeah, it's more like that kind of forest green, kind of like what we get later on with yeah. the generations. And it looks like the the mutant mask eyes are even a different uh, different shade. Grand, the lighting is different, so yeah, it doesn't help. Vary, but so, hang on. To go back to the mutant mask thing for just a second, I'm looking at um, all my figures in the detail here. So, Wolf Fang, K9, they both have mutant masks. Yes, Rhinox was another mm-hmm. one that had a mutant mask. Uh, yes. Polar Claw. Was a yes. Mega that had a mutant mask. And Scorponok. Tyler, did we lose you? I think we lost him. Oh, Jesus. Tyler, you got to turn your phone back on, bud. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he just wasn't like, yeah, because I mean, if, if the internet for whatever reason times out. That's, that gonna, sucks. Uh, well, yeah, I, I do see what you're getting at. The, the eyes, just from it's hard to tell with the lighting, but they look maybe like a purple. My well, bad. no, I don't... okay, there he is. There he is. All right, so you, we you cut off at Polar Claw, Tyler. Oh, okay, so yeah, Polar Claw had one, Scorponok had one. Um, what was the other one? Uh, another one has uh, has a mutant mask, and then. Both Primal Optimus Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, Primal and Megatron have mutant masks. But it's interesting to me. So, like, Bone Crusher, they decided to go with a gimmick instead of a mutant mask. Um, yeah, and he was, he was well, a 97 release, a 97 toy release. Oh, that's right, too. Because, like, yeah. I, so I guess that was around the same time that, like, Cybershark and... Um, Yep, Cyber Shark would have been a '97 release. Basically, yeah, like it, it seemed like all of the year one toys um, yeah. were the ones that uh, Deluxe's, Megas, you know, uh, Ultras rather. Uh, they all like that was their line gimmick. Where '97, I really don't feel like there was a, a line gimmick for year two. You know, I mean, like you, you had your retools, like you know, like you said, Grimlock and K9, yeah. and I think. Uh, Buzzsaw, um, yeah, or maybe I think, yeah, th- yeah, Buzzsaw, I think, wasn't you got retracts, yeah, but he had a horrible gimmick, yeah, he no, but I think, math, the, but I think the gimmick was uh, almost just not action features, yeah, action features. So you had Bone Crusher with his, with his, I guess, uh, face launcher, breath. yeah, face <laughs> launcher, you had uh, Cyber Shark with the launchable chest, you had, um, 
I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, Apache, I guess it was. No, Baboom. Yeah, Baboom with the base mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, you so also had so Trans forth. Transquito had a had a yep, special Trans- mode too. As well. I think all of the um, all the the bugs had some kind of some kind of action feature that you could you could use or implement, uh, be it just from their natural projectiles or or whatever. Well, um, Jeff Storm had that squirt gun implemented into his entire self. Right. I um, thought that was which, weird. Yeah, because I mean, like, I think, like wasn't well, it only like Cheetor, Cheetor, and, and and Megatron were the only ones that had uh, water squirting? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So. Until the fusers and everything, yeah. Right. Even then, like, I think it was just it was just quick strike. Yeah. So. But anyways, this is the the Japanese Takara one, and it looks like the face is even slightly different. Um. Looks like it's it's a silver paint instead of a kind of that dark gunmetal. Yeah. So, but again, it could still also be the lighting. I don't know. It um, looks like a darker gray too, but again, could be lighting. Yeah. But I know I know usually the green stickers would have something kind of different, and the lighter greens definitely were the the more giveaway as to the differences between green sticker. Uh, Wasp Peter was Peter. And uh, Waspinator. So, um, Kabar said the uh, Baboom had the third mode head as well, which is interesting. Like, I guess being a platform weapons thing. Yeah, why would he need a face? I think the only other one that was like that would have been what? Um, Long Rack? Being like a platform uh, base mode type thing with the yeah, and, and he was he was a mold specifically created for uh, for Neo Japan. two years later. Yeah, there was a two year gap oh. between uh, uh, Baboom and uh, Long Rack. I'm curious if maybe Long Rack, not obviously not like a giraffe, was inspired by um, a mandrill, but I wonder if the whole idea of a base mode was inspired by Apache in the cartoon, so they wanted another one with a base mode to kind of fit that whole gimmick of the show. Because, like... Uh, well, second... What, what, what do you mean as far as, like, a, like Apache in the base mode? Like, you, you, you thought, like, they, oh, they wanted to have... Because, like, they Long Rack was Neo... gimmick and make it... Yeah, I know, but Long... Okay, so Long Rack had a base, or, uh, like, that kind of gimmick. Um, uh, Big Convoy had that... Um, Stampy even had that, like where he turned into a weapon. You know what I mean? Like everyone had this, like Colada, third, yeah. yeah, third weapons mode. Right, Colada and uh, the horse. I can't think of his name right now. Mock kick. Mock well, kick. Yeah. Didn't Saberback have that kind of? No, I'm thinking of Saberback. Uh, I think the the Predacons had like a like a dead gimmick. Like they they had like a or something to do with flowers or something like that. Yeah, metal like, as fuck. By the way. Yeah, Galdar. <laughs> had a yeah. Galdar had a dead gimmick, but Saberback I think had a dead gimmick and like a like a Venus flytrap thing gimmick. I um, think they were one and the same. It was supposed to look like he was dead under a flower. Yeah, something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, which um, one would open up kind of like a bear claw? I can't remember. Uh, it is a basic. Like a I think. Claw. Yeah, Tom, he had do, you even, do you even fucking like Beast Wars, man? <laughs> I I just can't remember the name. I, I are you talking about Retracts and Power Hug? No. 
Eric B. in the he, chat. What's he, up, would, Eric B? he would have that sail that would just open up flat. Oh, you're talking about sling. Sling. There we go. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you even like Beast Wars, Dalton? All right. Here's <laughs> the, the the Fox Kids version. Everyone's favorite, arguably. Uh, something we're gonna swing back around to when we're when we're uh get, when we get to the last picture in this slide, uh, because you can you can utilize those real nice crispy blue wings to do you a little a little creating. Ooh, but, uh, there he is in all of his Fox Kids glory. I'm still, dude. I'm still not convinced that I need the Fox Kids line to complete my Beast Wars line. I'm just uh. Is I'm the Fox not. Kids line pretty much just G2 for Beast Wars? Mm, uh, you Ooh, could definitely I say that. It like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that could be something. Oh, man. Or now Saturn I need Glass it because it's Bot-Con G2. Wreckers. You know, I told it's, you, man. Yeah. It's, dude, don't, don't, I don't need, I don't need to go down that, <laughs> down that, that thing. Kabar I mean, it's not like uh, they're expensive. Kabar said Fox Kids was a, uh, he, that was his waspinator that he had growing up, so he's got a soft spot for it. I feel you, man. That nostalgia is a motherfucker. So I'm I'm right there with you. But I feel like I had that too. Like I had a Fox Kids version. That was my main version. I don't remember of what though. I didn't have any of the Fox Kids toys growing up, but the only waspinator I had as a kid was the Transmetal one, and I was like, uh, he doesn't look like this on the show, so. Uh, here we have the 10th anniversary one. This is where things start to get a little bit better. Not quite the best, but close. Mm-hmm. It's fairly cheap. We got some accurate uh, color plastic here and some more face and head paint. It definitely looks more like Springer than in Washbinator with that head. You know, now that you mention it, absolutely. Well, now he's definitely a fucking record. <laughs> yeah, Was- who would have thought Waspinator was a part of the uh, the old Autobot Maximal Predacon Viacon Kill Crew? <laughs> and there's a uh, there's the mutant head all painted up accordingly how it needs to be. Like this, if you don't want to f- fork out money or you just can't find the Telemoka, I think the tenth anniversary is good enough. I bought the 10th anniversary one thinking it was the Telemoka because it was listed as the Telemoka and the pictures were the Telemoka. But I got the 10th anniversary in and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to fight it. Um, I want it and I think I paid 10th anniversary money for it. So It's not bad. And then later on, I got Chris's Telemoka Waspinator for like I think less than what I paid for the 10th anniversary. So it all worked out. Everything worked out. Uh, Speaking of Telemoka, this is where shit gets super clean. So you can tell the bug eyes actually have kind of like that wash over it to, to sort of match the wings a little bit more. A kind of mm-hmm. uh, purplish blue. Uh, you don't have a you know, glaring uh, piece that doesn't match the rest of this back plastic with a big Predacon uh, tampograph on the back of it either, which is nice. And... Robot mode, I think the paint apps were roughly still the same. There's definitely more of a noticeable fade here. I mean, there was a fade on the other one, but this is, I think, just more uh, vibrant about it. A lot of the colors are darker, too, match with the show. Yeah. And the mutant mask uh, head even looks uh, a lot better, too. 
you get the, the golds and the blacks, and you even get the the gold here on either side of uh, this arm. To uh, um, again, man, Telemoka was just uh, like it, for them to get so much right and still like decide on a hybrid between uh, Dinobot or uh, like commercial Dinobot and actual. Um, uh, cartoon Dinobot is uh, is crazy. I think that's I think that shit's insane. So. That shit cray. Yeah, I think yeah. about after well, after any of them would probably be this one. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I went ahead and just went for all three because I do have <laughs> season one, two, and three displays. So season one, I kind of have uh, all the toy accurate. Decos, even though I could, I guess, go show accurate in the original molds with, with what I've got. Uh, season two, I wanted it to be like the most show accurate decos on the original molds. And season three, it's like, uh, we can let it slide. So that's, I put the 10th anniversary with my season three stuff. So then, of course, we have Thrustinator, which was a uh, part of the Dirge Gun retool. We'll get to that when we get to it. But, yeah, um, ha- having that variation of the mold, it's still a fun mold. It's still Waspinator too, and I feel like they did a pretty good job uh, getting the the greens and whatnot uh, close. Now, originally, and I couldn't find pictures of it. Originally, see this yellow bug eye was uh, blue on the uh, on the sample. If I'm if I'm remembering that right, and I think the Robot mode I may have been the same. I'm not sure, but you can tell. You can tell. Obviously, it's an amalgamation of Waspinator and Thrust, and uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that they got this to to do this. Now, wherever you decide to put that in your collection is up to you. But I even like how they kind of tried to recreate the the rub symbol that would have been there on the original. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on Dirge Gun or not. I'd have to go. I'd have to go back and look. But uh, even that, so there's that. I think he does. There's his head. You can see he even got the little yellow uh, dot in there for Thrust's like, little uh, eyes for his red and yellow eyes. It's crazy. It's just crazy that this, this which this is a new head, too. <coughs> Excuse me. They got it to work out. And then, of course, the Ooh. Toy Fair. Uh, sample of Waspinator. You can see the wings aren't as like smoky, as cloudy, I guess you would say. Um, the green here is also more. There, there's it's it's the brighter green here, but the rest of them uh, looks like it's painted black or just like a very very dark forest green. Now I've seen one that has uh, that that's a. Uh, an, a very early sample uh, could not show pictures of it was not my picture to show it wasn't really publicly made available either but uh, where like these lighter green bits were painted black um, hmm. yeah which which was kind of crazy and interesting it was even like it came with the mock-up card as well so uh, and of course uh, you have all this in here instead of it being gray it's it's painted silver which whenever we get around to doing tarantulas like we'll see some of that kind of return but um again i've always really loved these toy fair samples and again i said we would revisit the fox kids if you wanted to kind of sort of recreate your own i would say grab the wings off of the fox kids one 
and stick it on, stick them on a, uh, a you know, a regular Hasbro Waspinator. Um, obviously, like you'd need to paint it up too, but that's that. My, how we've come a long way. All right. Now let's so, just get a masterpiece. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm down for that. I wouldn't mind having the other sample, of course. That's uh, it's kind of my deal, I think, at this point. But so impossible to find. So impossible to find. Now, is this presenting? I hope it is. Yep. Sweet. Yep. All right, cool. This week's Beast Out and Shout brought to you by Jed from Blackout and Shout is Quick Strike versus Cliff Jumper. Tyler, I think you have some choice <clears throat> words about this. What? Oh, I I wasn't a fan of this one. Like just this versus in general. I don't know. Yeah. I found my, it like surprising. My, Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, my sorry, my thing is like I don't know. So Quick Strike is supposed to be the dumb one. Like he's comic relief and a played as a literal cowboy. And Cliff make, Jumper is a nobody. Cliff Jumper is a literal nobody. Like <laughs> whatever. Who gives a shit? Like <laughs> well, this I mean, is like, one of those verses. This is like when like when the two losers in high school want to fight. Nobody wants to crowd around that. That's the thing. Like. Purple nerfles and wet willies. Get the fuck out of here! I found it. I found. I was gonna say I found it funny because like even even a lot of our uh, followers on the Facebook page were just like, "Yeah, uh, cliff jumper all day." I was like, "Where's the love? Come on, yeehaw!" Um, But boy, uh, James still got us though. Yeah, yeah, dude. So uh, let me see if I can get to quick enough. Go ahead, Dalton. I just. It's a hard one for me to decide because while Cliff Jumper is hot headed, he still actually tries to fight and isn't just a bumbling idiot. Yeah, well, hang on, hang on. I, I'm so- like I'm. This is what I'm saying. We're like this is purple nurples to fucking wet willies. Okay, fucking quick strike. He's not dumb. He can fight, but he's not a great fighter. I feel like you know he held saying? his. I feel like he held his own against Dinobot longer than Cliff Jumper would have, and you know a, a lot of people. You know, like uh, Tony A uh, on the Facebook said that uh, Quick Strike was more bark than bite, and like, yeah, normally that's true, but I, I agree Jumper with was, that wholeheartedly. Cliff Jumper was just too hot headed. Like, I feel like he just he you know he just you know jumped rashly at at a situation. Um, I, I I feel like their fight is just yeah. I, I guess you're right, Tyler. More like a they're going to tell each other how much they're going to kick each other's ass and then not do anything. Or well, here's the thing. Quick strike, yeah, quick, 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 quick strike would swing, but he'd like miss, fall, trip, uppercut himself, and he'd have both legs in the air with two big swirlies for eyes. Like he, he's, a, he's literally cartoon comedy. That's all he's there for. He's supposed to talk all badass and then end up fucking everything up. Uh, Marky Marvel Facebook page had talked about like, well, uh, what about 
uh, Transformers Prime cliff jumper. And I was like, man, I don't know. I wouldn't put too much stock in a character that died on episode one from the hands of Starscream of all the people. Um, I mean, I feel like okay, so listen. pretty incompetent, you know? I wouldn't say, listen, th- to compare Transformers, th- this isn't Transformers Prime. That's G1. This is G1. Transformers Prime cliff jumper is just as irrelevant, though, because he was. He was in the show for one episode. And then I guess there was like like a couple um, like flashback episodes where Cliff Jumper was not the Rock. Can you, can, you smell, can you smell what the Cliff is cooking? I thought he, I right? thought the Rock returned for that episode. No, it was no, someone else. Somebody else. Oh, wow. I think it, it was the guy wrong. who played Wheeljack. Oh really? Uh, yeah, James, I think, yeah, I think James it, Warren or something like that. I, I think it was. I don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure. But what I'm saying is, Cliff Jumpers to Transformers is Quick Strike to Beast Wars. Like, Which makes it a good versus. <laughs> people, people know who they are, sure, but nobody gives a shit. I think, man, honestly, ultimately, like I'm, I'm going to give it to Quick Strike, just because, like, I think that Gary he would Chalk. do some, he would do some underhanded shit. <laughs> Gary, Gary Chalk, uh, he would, he would do, he would do more underhanded shit than Cliff Jumper would. Uh, even our boy Stewart. He's a fucking Predacon. <laughs> even our boy Stewart. Our boy Stewart went with Cliff Jumper. So I think I think a lot more folks were uh, excited for or, or like kind of go in this one. So way to rig another one, Jed. <laughs> <sighs> My God. So uh, Kabar made a good point. Cliff Jumper always dies though, and uh, Quick Quick Strike is a boob. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this one, at least this photo is fair, though, because, like, you have the Quick Strike toy, which isn't, it isn't great, but it's not terrible, right? But then you also have that shitty X-Transbot super backpack gone camping for the long weekend, Cliff Jumper. I ain't gonna talk shit about nobody's backpack, honestly. Um, backpacks don't bother me. Does, does Quick Strike have one? Does he, does his design call for it? Does Cliff Jumpers? Yeah. Does I mean, it? Does it, though? Does it, pretty though? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I mean, it is the back of the car. Man, honestly, uh, Jed... Jed I spent too much have, time talking about this G1 garbage. Jed should have used the Takara Masterpiece. To, oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh, oh. So, moving right along into the news properly. So. I'm just kidding. Send me hate mail still, but, like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We are getting some uh, images from Toy World's Transmetal Megatron. Looks like uh, the the time is nigh. So. so I am so excited for this. Because when I see this, I see potential. Okay? These guys started off bold with a Transmetal Megatron. Not Transmetal 2. Not original. Like, this is something nobody's touching. It's a Transmetal Megatron. Like... I had no hope for season two characters to be done. But, like, this gives me hope that we'll see a Transmetal Optimus. And I'm okay that it's Legend scale. Because, one, it'll be cheaper on the third-party third party side of things. And, two, it'll, like, it'll fit well on its own little designated shelf. Like, I'm completely fine with this. And this looks awesome. Yeah. I've personally, I've personally reached out to Toy World. Because I wanted to ask them if I could purchase a one of these figures uh, early to give away on the show. I guess I will have to keep you guys informed, the listeners. I have to keep you informed uh, as to what transpires from that. 
but I've sent them an email. I've, I've messaged them on Facebook. I've, I've done what I can. If I hear back or when I hear back, you guys will know the answer. But I want to see this succeed. I want to buy one. I want to get like a, like, you know, do a little promotion for them because I want Beast Wars as a whole in third party to succeed. But I want this specifically to succeed. I hope they treat you better than uh, Transform Element treated me. Like Transform <laughs> Element, they uh, they completely ignored me. And then they completely responded to me. And they were like, uh, yes, blah, 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 forwarding address. And I was just like, I don't have one of those. And like they, they, they wouldn't even leave my ass on red. Like they just would not read a thing from me after wow. that. So. <laughs> they saw the uh, notification. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, was it, was on, it was on Facebook Messenger. Okay. You know yeah, what can I, you do? Maybe, maybe as something more final is about to come out. But like th- this is something else. I will real quick before we do get into that. I do want to critique one thing, and the hip joints is like the literally only thing I can find against this, just because like they stick out a little bit, like a sore thumb, as far as the color okay. goes, the color layout. Okay. I, I wish yep. they could have made it a part of the same molding that the thighs and the the torso and all that stuff is. Instead of it looks like they share molding with uh, the tail pieces. Not even maybe, those look yeah. a little too light. Some no, those little. are bright, yeah. Or maybe then maybe it's from these little dino arms up here. Um, that's that's probably the only negative thing I have to say about it. Other than that, I was having a conversation the other day, uh, yesterday I think, on Facebook, um, just talking about legend scale in general. And you know, like if if I wasn't so married to the chug scale, and you know, with, with like even with Beast Wars with MP. Um, like I would be in on a lot of these legend scale toys because I think they look great with the bigger bots. You know, like mm-hmm. if, if if I wasn't just so into it and I didn't also have a bunch of other shit that I collected, uh, Transformers mm-hmm. wise, I would do away. I think with Chug entirely and just spend the the late tax on those big city bots and just do some Iron Factory ch- uh, legend scale stuff. I, I really I mean, want to see this. Don't limit yourself to just Iron Factory, but I get. What well, you're I, I mean, as as far as as far as that aesthetic, I mean, I guess I should be. I get a little more forthcoming. We were mostly talking about the G One Chug stuff, yeah. and you know the IDW like Iron Factory is really the only one doing that IDW aesthetic. But mm-hmm. like even even for this, I'm not getting this yet. Um, I want to see more from not only Toy World but also from. Uh, you know, from Iron Factory, from really just those two, uh, and Transform Element, those three. I want to see I, them, you know, because like I would maybe, dude, I would maybe be super tempted to recreate that scene in the arc. You know what I mean? With some legend scale toys, you know, and Lewin Prime. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, It'd be forty four, but you know. Yeah, I, so, I would like to see this compared to the original figure, just. To see how the size compares. Well, I was actually just going to mention. So, Dakota, you're going to have, like, once I'm buying this, I'm in 100% on this already. Right. I think I pre ordered it for you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, you're going to have a chance to pre order or uh, to, to look at it and review it when it comes in, right? Right. Like I said, like I said, just be careful with it because I'm going <laughs> to love this thing. But when you do that, like, you can do the comparisons and shit. I think when you get, it to, get a chance to take a look at this, I think you're going to change your mind. It's entirely possible. Right now, the only thing that's 
really holding me off from it is that there's nothing else to go with it. And that's like, I, I've had that conversation with a lot of people about the Beast Wars masterpiece stuff. You know, it's yeah. like, well, there's just, you know, there's there's nothing else to go, you know, or, or at the time, say, Cheetor was released. It's like, well, there's just Primal, you know, but now yeah. we've got Dinobot and you got a Generations Rat Trap as a stand in. Now we got and Megatron. That's why I'm okay with going in on this full tilt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Technically, there's nothing else to go with that fi- JX figure. <clears throat> True, but it's it's also like I feel differently with masterpiece scale stuff, just because like that that masterpiece, you know, like that's the the quote unquote end all be all. That's the the top of the mountain, and I think that eventually, especially since they're starting at season three and working their way backwards, it seems at this point, um, that'll make more sense in due time. Yeah. Where, you know, but, but the Legends game, I, st- I still feel like even if I do miss out on this and if it sells out um, and, and, you know, we do start to see some more good stuff between Toy World and Transform Element, I still think Iron Factory is going to be a little too stylized for my liking uh, with some stuff that I'll still totally. I'll still <laughs> go back. And even if I have to pay a late tax on this, I would uh, yeah. again, just to just to have that that opportunity to do some scene recreations in, in a smaller scale. Like it's easier to set up a little diorama on a detolf shelf with this scale, you know? You know what? This isn't the first time that we've seen completed color images, um, or I guess even just on display of this figure. Like, I think this has been done for a little while, and I think they're waiting on people. I think they're waiting to get enough pre-orders, to be honest. I, I, don't, I don't think so, just because of, uh, like, like, we... It apparently was supposed to be out in July, and we're we're at, you know middle of August, which isn't too far off from third party release dates. Wow, it's third quarter. Okay, well, even still, yeah. we're we're in the we're in the third quarter, you know now. Um, I I don't think that's the case. I think some of the things that Toy World is getting into now may like. Uh, Grant, I don't think it's going to delay this, but I think it's going to set back anything else. Maybe not for a long while, but at least for a decent amount of time. Yeah, maybe. But other than that, I mean, dude, it looks good. It's faithful to the show. Well, you even get to like, you can even see the like these are on ball joints, so you can twist them forward. Um, I think there was even a little video showing uh, how you could flip the roller skates down and have the feet uh, kind of lay over them, like it like it yeah. was in the show. So you get a lot yeah, more. Yeah, actual full transformation video. I thought yep. that was really cool too. Yeah, so you just you get a lot more of that TV show love out of it. And I, I wonder if it's being delayed also because of them having to change their brand name. Uh, I don't. Is that an actual thing that happened though? Yeah, they're they're telling. Yeah, is that just speculation? Okay. Yeah, the, I thought the it was Tal- just speculation. Uh, I think the speculation. It was more or less if they were not going to be around because of it. But I think oh, we can okay. all safely assume factually they changed their name because their Taobao account got shut down for calling uh, a not Optimus Prime an Optimus Prime and a not Bumblebee uh, a Bumblebee. And especially with it being movie designs, like that's arguably Hasbro's true bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no matter how much Mike. Wants to deny the fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so anyways like this this is interesting like i'm definitely looking forward to taking a look look at this tyler like for sure hell yeah man. and i'll be able to compare it with the original um and kind of see how i like things uh you know, going from there and the, the, the next sorry go ahead Dalton. uh the colors on it definitely do look more like the takara than the hasbro so i i kind of like that they're going with that uh yeah. Kabar in the chat mentioned the head is small. Um, it is a little squished. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. It's in legends, this, man. In this picture, yes. And like, I think it just depends on the angle. Like, this doesn't look too squished. Like, I wouldn't consider it, you know, quote unquote squished. But isn't that a profile shot right there? That one? Like a. The, yeah, isn't that a side view or? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like this, they're both side views effectively, but yeah, maybe maybe looking at it straight on will will give us a a different uh, take on perspective. it. Perspective. Yep. All right. So if the next thing that we're about to talk about is what I think it is, because I don't have my phone in my hand just yet. Iron Factory Lyle Convoy. I am out on this. Holy fuck! I yeah. am out on this. Yeah, dude. I'm out too. <clears throat> the beast mode reminds me a lot of uh, I think it was Entei from uh, Pokemon Gold. Oh yeah, yeah, the, with the little horn thing up, and like that oh, gave me a, that gave me a little bit of nostalgia because I liked. Granted, I you know I played uh, Crystal, which had all three of the dogs in it. Um, yeah, but Entei was always my favorite. And Entei was the the only one I was able to catch. Until what I was it? Uh, Entei, Suicune, and what was the Thunder one? Raikou. 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 I loved Raikou, man. Yeah. I was never I was never able to catch Suicune or Raikou. Uh, but whenever I I downloaded a uh, a thing where you could play Nintendo Game Boy games on your computer, whatever it's called. Emulator. Um, thank you. And emulator. I downloaded that and I downloaded Pokemon Crystal and I had all the like game shark cheats and shit that I put in it. So I had like nothing but master balls. <laughs> and um, I, I ended up catching all three of them as an adult, as a cheating adult. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it looks cool. But like that kind of brings me back around to like it's just a little too stylized. Um, yeah, the, you know, for a live convoy, think, with the, the the sword hilts, I think is cool. Um, but not like the the samurai look isn't really cool enough to. Uh, well, yeah, especially in lion mode, having the main be a kabuto helmet just i don't know i don't like it so and let me can, I, can so you hear me yeah i can hear you okay so let me ask you this where the fuck is everyone getting that lyle convoy has samurai swords because perfect effect did it and now these guys are doing it is I the masterpiece just, gonna come with it i think it's just from perfect effect yeah <laughs> like, I, think, stupid. I think it's solely solely because of them uh Again, like kind of going back to this crest up here on the head, you know, with it being the Matrix um, or, or having Matrix vibes to it. Yeah. I'm not against it, but, uh, you know, again, like what Dalton said with the, the main kind of being a Kabuto helmet, like I'm not feeling that main either. I'm curious um, how they're fucking Transmetal 2 Megatron selling. I'm curious the how their Optimus, Optimus is pulling through. Yeah, I'm curious how their other shit, their other super stylized shit is faring. 
I would I think, think if, if this is going to be their third release, which I feel like they're also going to be playing a lot of hype on. Have the, the other shit even come out though? No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't that's follow, I don't follow the, the Legends game. But no, if, I know if they're that, seeing, if they're seeing, saying. I don't even think that shit's come out yet. If they're, they're seeing already... good numbers on pre-order, though, then maybe. So maybe? I think that I think that Megatron one is a dragon. Two, it's kind of right, piggybacking that perfect effect and uh, figure JX hype. Absolutely. Um, you know, but I don't think this has anything to piggyback off of. This looks nothing like the masterpiece. Looks nothing like a, a Leonidas. Like I get that they're going for a stylized look. But I don't think this is the right way to go, personally. Well, and it's like if you if you look at the uh, like, which I don't I didn't get pictures of it because it's not like we're not a G one podcast. But their bludgeon that's coming out also is very samurai esque. And I know Iron Factory likes to release things in 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 pairs or in threes or or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. they're thinking, you know, Lyo Convoy Samurai to combat a bludgeon. It, it, like it just fit for them in terms of like a stylized uh, thing. But like even like the maybe. robot mode, the robot mode is is fine. Like I I think this is a decent enough robot mode, but it's not like it's it's not enough to to hook me. Um, yeah, no, yeah, they. For me, they dropped the ball. Like, yeah. if you're going to do Beast Wars, I think you should start by doing like a, um, I don't know. Uh, well, even if you're going to try to do. I, what, am I trying to, what am I trying to say? Like an yeah. honorable homage? What is it? Well, like what I was going to say is even if you're going to try to do like these robotic beast designs, like shoot for the IDW des- uh, aesthetic. Like Leonidas was, was close, probably spot on-ish. But you know, yeah. Iron Factory to me is known for their IDW aesthetic and, and a few of their stylized aesthetics. Like, just go for the IDW thing, man. Go for the IDW pre-organic beast form, and mm-hmm. you know it, it would be fine. Well, but, they could do the yeah, same thing. I mean, I feel like I'm the only fucking Beast Wars fan that loves the organic aesthetic more than anything else. I have a I have a huge soft spot for the Transmetal Two stuff. Because it's it's yeah. it's the, the blend of organic and, and technological uh, in a non like perfect blend way, I guess the asymmetry yeah. of it. But it's, it's, my second love is definitely the organics, and you know, transmetals is is the last thing for me as far as interest. Yeah, brother Kyle said it's cool they're doing the Beast Wars characters, but he just doesn't like this design. Like I I totally get it. I'm, like yeah, it's, same it's, boat, man. Same boat. It's, it's definitely not enough to get me to jump on board, but I like the creativity. I just think that they should have stuck to their their base and just done the IDW uh, look. But speaking of Lyo Convoy, Takara put out a video, and I grabbed a couple of screenshots from that video to um, to show off here. But we get a good sense of scale here between the masterpiece uh, and the original. Granted. Uh, the original that they have here, the it's it's a stanced out at one click, and this this MP is a stanced out to the fucking nines, man. Um, you could uh he could he could probably you could probably put him on like a twelve inch pizza, and he'd be touching the edges. They <laughs> they had a crazy a stance on this loud convoy in the video, showing off um, those ankle tilts, man. They, yeah, they really are, and you know apparently uh it, it should be able to do the Iron Man pose. 
So yeah, it's gonna be all, awesome. all the hot toys, uh, collectors, <laughs> all the hot toys collectors are in on it. Um, Immediately, yeah, yeah, dude, they're all hitting pre-order right now. <laughs> um, which you know, it's neat. I guess it's neat that it's got this kind of articulation. Uh, and I think that's more or less just a sketch to kind of show off, like that's what they wanted to be able to get out of it. Shout um, out, the video is hot toys, Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> the video is all in in Japanese, so I don't really know what he was saying at this particular point. But I thought it was interesting to kind of highlight it, regardless. Santa's bad on the knees. That's true. Uh, I'm still not convinced that this is going to be an LED, like because that no. looks like it's opaque painted over. And and less like a translucent piece. Now it could be a translucent piece that's painted over, similar to Dinobot's eyes. Megatron. But, yeah, but I I don't think that uh, I don't think that's gonna have a light up feature. I'm gonna hold out hope. Why? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Because it'd be a cool little feature. I mean, all my other larger MPs with electronics have their features going. So I think it would yeah, be a cooler. Head. I think it would be a cooler feature if it was on the Flash version. And, you know, like, even with, uh, you know, if they do Burning Convoy, to have something, uh, which I don't know, you know, they really wouldn't be able to give him another LED, per se, to uh, to light up his chest. So it, it really wouldn't work too well, unless they do some some modifications to it, and they choose to put one in his chest piece or something. You know what? Um, awesome. I want a light gimmick on that pistol he's got so we can light up some Predacons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, here, though, we can see uh, the butterfly joint that's going to be present, assuming on both arms. So you get some good motion here, some good motion out. I'm excited for this, man. Mm-hmm. And here he is with the Robot Masters in the original. So, again, dude, look at look at this this. This fucking eighteen got this guy in. <laughs> it's crazy. This is just going to be the same size as Primal. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I tried taking like we were we were talking about in the blackout and shout chat, um, and I tried to kind of line up the the, sh- the images, the shots as best I could with equal a stance footing. But yeah, I think he's going to be just as tall as, as uh, MP thirty eight. Uh, this is kind of hard to see, but it shows the original, how the legs just do that fold, that one fold back, and how they wanted mm-hmm. to have a more accurate um, multi-hinge thing here for the MP, which is neat. I like these little mm-hmm. design sketches. I think they're pretty cool. Uh, Kabar, we did not find out about Artemis. I'm hoping she'll be released in her own little pack that comes with the Matrix Cannon and, and Navi. I think that would be awesome, but so far, it's just kind of wait and see. So yeah. I'm, I'm <clears throat> 10 episodes in to Beast Wars second, and I can mm. already do without those two. Artemis and, uh, well, that's uh, Artemis and Moon. Navi was uh, the computer for Neo, for uh, the gung-ho. Oh, right. Yeah. In uh, second, they had Navi, but I think Navi was more or less like an onboard ship computer and not a like floating Sentinel. around. Yeah. Okay. So, and then we get a we get a good look at the the resin here to kind of see some more of these transformation sequences and whatnot, and of course more for the uh, for the tilts and all the feet, which I think is pretty sweet. How many inches off your dick would you shave to get that? 
Oh, dude, they get they get half half of it for sure, for sure. I can I can do without half of it. Um, no, oh, man, I, I saw I, I saw this and I immediately just started salivating. I was like, mm, primed up resin. Oh, yummy! <laughs> so good. I'm almost there. You, you got those little flaps on your shirt, like in South Park Cable yeah. Company. Just um. Thanks for your all your Dalton notes tonight, Dalton. Woo, that's what I'm here for. And then, of course, the you know I think uh, it was Mark Donnelly said uh, in the comments that Flash Lyo is inevitable, and this is proof. Like we're going to get Flash yeah. Lyo, we're going to get Burning Convoy. Um, the fact that uh, the Primal can ride the Lyo like this, just like they did in the uh, the movie, this is uh, this is what I'm in for. This is what I'm about. I wonder if all the uh, joints for the lion mode will be ratcheted to hold the, up the weight. Uh, maybe. Well, I don't know. Like, this is a resin, so regardless if they are or aren't, I think it should be fine. Like I'm, I'm sure the stability is going to be there, one way or the other. I'm just kind of thinking of it as the same angle as Black Arachnia with her spider legs. Yeah, and the fact that you know the original. Lyle Convoy couldn't stand with a prep unless you put tape or glue or polish around the ball joints. Yeah, which I did do that to mine. Granted, I had the, the Sonicong uh, release, and I don't know if, if the Sonicong Lyle Convoy is going to be the same as like the Sonicong Big Convoy, because the Sonicong Big Convoy is uh, more loose than the Japanese release Big Convoy. And I've, I've thought long and hard about getting a... Um, a Japanese Lyo convoy to, to do something, but my, my flash Lyo convoy and my black Lyo convoy are both kind of loose in the same areas. So I think it's just a problem with that, with those, uh, those hinges. But so I have to ask mm-hmm. one, how many of us listen to SCU? I do most of the time. Okay. There's some weeks, there's some so, weeks I just can't for just right at work. If you follow the SCU um, podcast, which you should, um, but if you follow them, they've been taking the shit out of this guy. Just oh, I know. I've seen fuck down how ugly it is, and how it's missing the like. And they keep saying, "I know it's cartoon accurate, but that's just fucked." So I kind of want to just add to. That. I don't know if they're listening or not, and I'm being completely respectful. But I just kind of want to add to that. I can understand where a G1 fan, a strictly a G1 fan, would see that. And I don't know if uh, the Beast Wars fans on SCU have seen Beast Wars 2nd or Beast Wars Neo, the Japanese series. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question, because like they, they obviously, for most of them, it's a write-off, right? They obviously don't like it. My question is, is screen accuracy, screen accuracy, screen accuracy, there's a Dalton note, screen accuracy uh, important to you for that beast mode? Do you think it looks ugly or because it's show accurate, do you think it's acceptable? Because it's show accurate, that's why I want it as bad as I want it. Uh, I think if it would have been something more toy accurate or realistic, I, mm-hmm. I would have I would have kind of been a little bummed. I mean, I still would have been excited for it, but I don't think I would have been this excited for it. 
the fact that they did get that anime-looking lion face um, was just <clears throat> it was just icing on the cake. Um, yeah. Brother Kyle said he ordered purely out of spite for people talking shit about him. <laughs> he did. He did. I was there for that. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's a, that's a, a big selling. Like, I want cartoon accuracy, and the MP38 Primal looks like he looked in the Beast Wars second movie. Um, yeah. And the same for the for the regular stuff. They all look like they looked in the cartoon. That's what I'm after. I'm after ideal animation accurate representations of these characters and i would hate for them to change you know mid-swing you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah that's that's why i like where they're going with even their g1 stuff making it more tune accurate i mean it's a better direction to go in than just oh look at these model cars or look at this realistic line that you had 20 years ago again yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think it kind of does a little more service or I, I don't know how to say this correctly. I think it does more justice. No, that's not either. It does something better to do it tune accuracy instead of trying to make a realistic lion and yeah. homage Lao convoy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, for me personally, I think because I was such in, so in love with Beast Wars as a cartoon and because it was that 3D animation, the CGI. Um, that's why show accuracy is so important to me because literally they just come right off the screen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what I mean? They were 3D. They looked tangible on the screen as opposed to a cel-shaded um, animation error cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Josh Fisher yeah. in the chat said, I hate tune accuracy. Sadly for Beast Wars, it makes sense. But I would not be opposed to more toy accuracy. So G1 tune accuracy drives him fucking nuts. Uh, and then, like, you know, I've, I've had that talk uh, with Josh before. Like, he's just, he's not a fan of it. And, you know, I can, I get that for G1. For me, tune accuracy is king. It doesn't really matter what iteration of anything it is. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. to me, like, that is the true source material. Like, yeah, the toys always came first. G1, Beast Wars, whatever. I think Prime was the only exception where, the toys came later. Um, yeah. But overall, like, like to me, it's, it's all, it's all about tune accuracy. I'm pretty I mean, sure in the movie. Go ahead, Dalton. I was going to say, that's what makes it a masterpiece is it's based off of the source material. I'm pretty sure in the movies, the, the toys came after as well. Like the Bavers. Mm, and like, at least the first yes, one. The, well, yeah, I mean, the first one. All of them, all of them, realistically, but at least the second movie, they had some time. You know, a lot of the designs were the same, and they they had time to kind of perfect those things. But yeah, even just came later. Yeah. So, but all right, moving right along. Unicron week five, he passed twenty five hundred today. I think I was nice. looking at it earlier. It was like twenty four ninety seven or something like that. So. Uh, I was talking with Mike Kincaid about this today, man. If you don't think it's going to get back, you're fooled. Uh, go ahead and either swallow your salty pride and get one or miss out and not get the fan bro price later on. That's just uh, what it's going to come I down to. I will do neither, and I will just miss out and be fine with it. 
I don't know, man. I think you're going to see literally all of your friends having fun with this uh, big, sweet, new, huge planet, and you're going to be like, oh, I want the metalest thing Transformers ever made. So, I mean, he is literally a robot Satan. A lot of metal. He is not robot Satan. Give I mean, he's definitely Transformers the devil. So, But that's fine, Tyler. You don't want it. All right, so we are doing our Stasis Lock giveaway tonight. I've got the Wheel of Fortune primed up and ready for one lucky spin. Uh, but we asked you guys to uh, take some pictures and uh, of, of your, like your favorite uh, cartoon scenes from the show and recreate them with the toys. And uh, we got some pretty, some pretty sweet ones in here. So kind of starting off, we got Kabar doing the, uh, the iconic Clash. Uh, from Beast Wars Part 2. With the original toys. I love With the it. original toys, yeah, yeah, man. Got them all lined up, how they're supposed to be, and everything. So, looking good there. Jimmy Baker, uh, this is the this is where um, Transmetal Megatron was going after the, uh, the spark of G1 Megatron, wasn't it? From, yeah. God, I can't think of the name of the episode. Is that where that they... Master uh, Blaster? Where they took over Optimus's body? Yeah. 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 yeah I think it was and, Master uh, Blaster. This is also from Jimmy Baker. Yeah. It I mean it do just so happen to fit. This is also from Jimmy Baker, the same same episode. Uh, I think he mentioned even in the comments like that that was one of his, you know, favorite like all the all the arc scenes were, were kind of his like favorite interactions uh, in the show. Hmm. Anything that took place in or around the arc, he, he seemed to really dig. That's and, cool. Uh, and this is also from Jimmy Baker, but this is one of this is probably my favorite one, just because I'm biased, obviously. But Dinobot and Primal's uh, showdown on the log of death. The log. Yeah, from the uh, first episode, first and second episode, when they were standing on that log. Was it a log or was it the uh, was it a, it was like a stone a little, bridge? A little stone bridge. Yeah, yeah, a log. A log that thing crumbled. Remember, Rat Trap was running to the end. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of uh, when they were all the, blind. The blind one, yeah. Yeah. And this is from Joe Larson. This is a really good <laughs> use of this oversized KO because he's. Basically MP scale, basically. So I thought that was, um, and this this actually is going to turn out to be, I think the the fan of these pictures because we got another one very similar to it. But um, this is from James Jordan. This is Extra Zero, isn't it? I can never remember his Facebook name. I yeah. just know him as Extra Zero. Yeah. So he did the same thing, which is uh, I think that's a quintessential rat trap and even like Dinobot moment. Uh, just in disgust that he's got to use Rat Trap as a vehicle, and Rat Trap is none too pleased about it either. <laughs> and this would do. This would be good with this upgrade kit that we're giving away, as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, he he had all the stuff on. Um, this was another one of my favorite kind of like Dinobot heavy episodes when Primal was teaching him about uh, the the throes of nature. This is from That's Marky Marvel. That's my favorite. It's it's That's my it's favorite not, episode. I was gonna Real say it's warfare. not it's not low road favorite, but it is it is like this is one of the the funniest moments of season one, for sure. Another uh, Marky Marvel one. This is a good shot, I think, 
using the uh, the Transmetal Megatron and the MP Soundwave, just as he was levitating through the uh, the arc. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, perfect Jesus, shot he... for the Toy World one with the vents that come out and spin around. I think so too. I know, Candace. I know. I can't remember episode titles. I'm sorry. Oof! Called out. Yeah, just uh, straight shaming me in the comments. This is Ooh, from. That's a cool shot too. Yeah, dude. Uh, where they thought the uh, the Predacons all died, um, and they were they were getting ready to go back home. And Dinobot stuck around, but uh, I do like this. That's this is from Double Dinobot. <laughs> this, shit, this, shit, <laughs> this shit made me laugh so hard. When I that was it. good, yeah. Just how just how perfect the hand is, like the just the way the hand is uh, is molded and everything. <laughs> you know, just give him a little little uh, head pats. That's so that's too fucking good. And this one making use of blue tack for the uh, Rock'em Sock'em Rhinox Inferno <laughs> moment. That is awesome. I know, dude. Uh, I was like, wow. Came man. through with hot fire. I'm gonna butcher this name, but I think it's pronounced Nguyen? 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 Um, Vin, I'm gonna call you Vin. Uh, he's in the, the, the Beast Wars Transformers Facebook groups. He, he approves all of my posts and uh, hopefully that doesn't change after I couldn't pronounce the name. I'm sorry, man. But uh, a quintessential favorite, I think, with the uh, the final Code of Hero moment going on right here. Excellent. Sam Ford. This was a, uh, a let the battle be joined pose. And you can see even just with the little gradient here, it works, I think. And, of course, he did some, some uh, other Photoshop work here on the, the brighter eyes like that and i like that he's using the telemoka one very cool stuff there didn't you just review that piece the telemoka yeah oh no man that was uh what's the one that you just put up 10th anniversary i think yeah it's 10th anniversary yeah the one that's gonna explode on you (laughs) yep uh and this is from stewart and again i think this is supposed to be that uh stonebridge uh, showdown, if I had to guess. So again, and uh, this is from the low road, which this is this is definitely my my favorite uh, picture from Stewart. Uh, granted, like you know, you can't really you can't quite get Dinobot to hold Rat Trap up all the way if you grabbed him by the head, but the the sentiment was definitely there, and uh, I just now love that episode. Low road, such a good episode. That was a lot of really good shots tonight. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was um I was very happy with um with with all those. So let's uh let's hope that we can get this going. Da-da-da-da. All right, we ready? Yep. Yeah, boy. I hope we're ready. I think I just click it. It's so exciting. It looks like Sam Ford. Sam Ford's going to win the uh, 
the stasis lock giveaway. So we, if you're not watching, which shame on you, you should be, uh, we'll get with you on Facebook. We'll send you a message, get your contact info, and we will get it sent out. We would like to also thank Agabus for uh, supplying it uh, for us. That was pretty sweet of them. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Sam Ford. Congratulations. Yeah, Congrats. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, round of applause. There we go. I was just going to keep doing it and see how long you do it. <laughs> I just, I just, it's just my little golf pat, my little pat pats. So. All right, Tyler, you said that you pick for us tonight. So, finally, I get to go in uh, blind on a topic. So, um, all right. So, me with it. lately, I've been in a bit of a lull. Um, like I like I said in the beginning, I got myself a little wee bit of a promotion at work, but it's taken up a lot of my time. Money bugs. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess like my topic, I guess my question would be. Um, how important do you think it is to a collector to spend time with your collection? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that will get that collection and put it in either a collection room where they have like a couple shelves in the corner or, you know, everyone, everyone displays differently, right? Some people have whole man caves in their basement, right? Mm-hmm. But how important do you think it is to spend time with your collection as a whole? How and not just how important it is in general, but like how important it is, is it to your mental state? How important is it to your person? Because personally, I feel like I have I can't even I I have to close my door because I just don't have I I don't want to think about it because I get upset because I can't spend time in my collection room doing what I love and just hanging out, playing with some cool toys. Like I'm just so busy all the time lately. Even so, that's that's my question to you guys. I was How gonna say, important is, is it to you? Even even uh, to to answer the question, um, it's it's definitely important, man. Like I, I find myself going in there at least once a day. Like there's there's been days where it's just I've either had a lot going on, haven't had the time to do it, whatever, and and I just don't. But like, man, it's it's like. It's it's like I check up on them like they're you know like like they're little troublemaking kids or something you know, <laughs> um, but like like oh, no, Andy's you know, coming. Like, I still don't I still don't have the the ceiling light um, fixed in that room, so I, you know I'll go in there and I'll hit the button on my the the cases that are that are lit with LEDs, and you know I'll I'll at least go in there and just admire them, just look at them, admire not only the the money i've sunk into it but the time the time i've put into it like i don't think i don't think i would be able to go uh more than a few days uh you know like excluding like being at conventions and so on and so forth without just like just going in there and just like you know admiring what i've what i've put together uh all these years because it's been some it's been i think a decade at this point since i've been uh, buying and finding the the groove that i wanted to kind of um, ease into as far as like what I wanted the collection to be focused on. Yeah. So I mean, as, as far as like, you know, ha- you know, if, if having a good day, you know, it's like, yeah, like that's, that's uh, incremental to having that good day. Even if it's at the end of the day, just to go in there, check stuff out, pick something up and fiddle with it. And that's why, you know, like you, I'm a big fan of, the band, you can just pick them up 
and just kind of mess with them, you know, do whatever. I found like I've been going to, uh, I've got two Transmetal 2 Dinobots. I've got the uh, the more bone colored one and I've got the more uh, brighter colored one. And mm-hmm. the bone colored one is on my Dinobot shrine shelf. And uh, it's just, it's, it's where I've relocated that. It's as soon as you walk in right there to the right, and I can just pick up and just start messing with whatever. So I've been going to that a lot just to, just to mess with it, flip it back and forth. And it's the one that I had as a kid too. So it mm. it definitely plays more up to that nostalgia of uh, that toy, and you know I've got the prototype, and you know just loving the design in general and Transmetal twos and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't I don't think it's I think if I was just buying that shit and tossing it in the room, and not you know, and, and it's not just the Beast Wars stuff. I you know put my attention towards like I'll even look at the the cases that I haven't finished yet as far as lighting and uh, putting the the black sheet around the back and stuff like that. Like I'll still go over there and I'm just like, you know, I, I really look at the ones that are incomplete, like, you know, soon, soon, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to dedicate to, you know, putting more love into this particular shelf and getting these particular figures I need to complete this shelf. Uh, and I think once I do have it all complete and I'm all caught up, like I'll, I'll be able to just look around the whole room and be small, a grateful collection. Exactly. Uh, watch watch the sun set on a uh, on a grateful collection room, and because you know I just have that that small room. Um, it's definitely one of the smaller rooms of the house for sure. And like I would love to have a basement. I would love to have more space to put more things. Um, but I'm kind of regulated, and I regulate myself to that space. True so. enough. Dalton, I'm really interested to hear what, what you think or uh, what, what your answer is because um, Dakota and myself, we have all our stuff in details behind glass for the most part. And I'm sure it doesn't really affect how Dakota just, you know, just swings that door open willy-nilly, crash, and just grab a toy and, ooh, play. Like, but, like, I, <laughs> I find when it's displayed all nice like that and they're all posed correctly, I don't necessarily go in and grab some, flip them back and forth. Like, I just – I just like being in the room, being in the presence of my stuff. And like, I have some figures just off to the side that I pick up and I'll flip back and forth or um, like the beast machines display that I have is just on a, uh, like a three by three shelf. Um, But yours is all on like bookshelves, right? Like open bookshelves. So I'm curious, like how, how does that affect? uh, Well, I guess the main question of course, and then how does that affect uh, how ex- I guess does the accessibility help when you're just going in for like 10, 15 minutes, flip something around and then throw it back on? Like to do you clarify still find yourself not really to clarify what? my Dinobot shrine is not behind glass. Uh, my Dinobot shrine and my prototype. No, but I know I know you open manhandle say, literally everything that you they're on touch. I was gonna say they're on open cases, <laughs> but like you I mean like you, you bringing that up, like it's typically the stuff I gotta open a door for. Uh, you know, I kind of just sort of look at it and just, you know, just stay, you know, just keep looking at it, uh, admiring it from the distance, you know, but like all of my like three and three quarter inch stuff is on a bookshelf prototypes and, uh, Dinobots are on a bookshelf They're They're out in the open. So it's easier to just go to something you can just pick right up and, you know, you don't have to worry about opening a case and everything falling and blah, 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 blah. All right. So Don, what about you? How much? Uh, yeah. Main it- question. It is fairly important to me because, you know, just 
I know it's not exactly the most stressful job in the world, but for someone like me, it is just come home, sit basically in my man cave, which is basically my living room, grab a figure off the shelf and fiddle around with it just to take my mind off things. It's fairly important to me just to be able to come in here, grab any particular figure off the shelf and fiddle around with it. Yeah. And the, the bookcases really help me with that because I don't have to worry about, you know, opening a case. I don't have to worry about being careful of the shelf or not, you know, breaking anything yeah. on the sh- with the shelf. Um, just, so do you, do you the, think the only thing if, I, I have to worry about off? is the dust. Do you think if they were closed off, you would be, uh, you'd definitely be, see, th- that's my thing, man. Like I hate dust more than I hate, like I hate dust more than I hate, fuck. I hate dust more than I love messing with shit. So, <laughs> fucking goddamn, off on me. Josh Fisher, I know you're still in the chat. Can you just make a cut of that and send it to Dust Mites real quick? I don't even think about that's the, that's the yeah. thing, man. Like, I we're just gonna uh, fabricate some beef here just to get some ratings. Let's do it. <laughs> no, um, I, I, refer to, I refer to him as Eddie, uh, mostly. Um, no, so, uh, or the, or uh, the, the ghost of Feeny Past. Um, it's a, it's a shout out to Dust Mites. That's a good dude. Yeah. Um, he's very, he's a very angry guy, but he's. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna be more angry when Josh sends that clip. Yeah, no, no, he's gonna be, he's gonna be, he's gonna be dude, just like fucking yo, ETR beef right now. Um, <laughs> me and uh, me and Dust are gonna, me and Dust are gonna fight shirtless in a tool uh, in a pool of uh, pudding. Uh, a pool of yinglings for everyone's <laughs> chocolate, chocolate pudding and yinglings um just, just watch out for the flipper real quick before i lose all these comments um rocky teller i'm gonna assume rocky teller is uh says i try to balance out uh my work and trying to display the collection like i guess as far as like time goes and stuff like that it also says mm-hmm. i try to limit myself on how much i spend and what figure is available for the collection i'm building and that's a big thing too man just going yeah. after you know availability or you know, do you do you go for easily accessible right now and then build your way up to that maybe not so hard to find not necessarily expensive just hard to find uh, thing or you know do you kind of start at that you know because I'm I, I work the opposite I work at let me get the most expensive hardest to find and I'll work my way down to common stuff. Um, I I do the stupid decision and go the opposite of you. So just common all the way up to. That's not stupid. <laughs> that's how I did it. I'm still after a black yeah, but, combo. I should have bought him at two hundred and fifty bucks. In the long run, it is kind of the stupid thing to do because you can go out and get those at any time. I mean, like we say that now, but like even even some common stuff. Like I, I remember, I'm still after the Beast Wars, the Japanese Beast Wars Volcano playset. I used to see it all the time. Not that expensive either. I think it's like anywhere between 100 and 150 bucks, uh, you know, in box. And I don't, I'm not even after it sealed in box. And I don't care if it comes with armadillo or uh, snapper. I just want the playset because there's no difference between armadillo and snapper from the U.S. line. Um, but like even just finding the place, I just can't find the place anymore. Now, like stuck between a bit of a rock and a hard place, uh, just looking for one when I should have just got it, you know, just cause you, just cause it's there and you see it a lot. Doesn't mean it's going to be there, um, in a few months time, uh, moral of that yeah. story goes. Kabar says, 
Uh, I go in there pretty much every day. It's so much better now that it's not in my bedroom. I can't tell you how many times I was almost late for work, uh, waking up and literally just staring at everything. And like, <laughs> dude, I, f- I feel that shit. Like if, if I, you know, for whatever reason, like I leave uh, my phone charger in my collection room and I always take it to work because I'm always on my phone at work. Um, you know, I'll, I'll have to turn that light on and I'll just, I'll sit there and ooh and ah and oogle everything. Um and then I'm like, oh shit, I got 10 minutes to drive 25 minute distance. Like, that's not good. So, I'm uh, married, so I can't have it in my room. Yeah. Uh, Stu and Beyond said, wish I had more time with my collection. I'm away from uh, home two weeks at a time for work. That fucking blows. Mm. Now, if well, you're home two weeks at a time, gonna... if you're home two weeks at a time, that's it's nice. You know, I think that's, I think that's solid. But that's that's actually something I was going to ask too. Is like when you when you feel, sorry, when you spend prolonged periods of time away from your collection, do you feel your mood decrease and do you feel like that sullen kind of feeling set in? No, because I feel it all the time. I feel like so. Listen, I went away. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, (laughs) So I went away for a week to my dad's place. Right in the summertime. Around day three, I just wanted to come home and sit in my collection room. Day five, I was just like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's let's leave. Pack up and let's leave. Day seven, I was having none of it. Like I just it's it's kind of like a comfort zone thing for me too. And I yeah. feel like that's why that's kind of why like it is important for me to and I think that's why I've been kind of having such a hard time lately, is because like I feel like that's kind of where I go to get my roots back, you know? Well, yeah, even, even just to like, like you said, just to relax, like just to kind of find your center and just, you know, like nothing, nothing else. Like like you said, you you close the door and like, I do the same thing. I go in there and I close the door. There's no outside shit. There's, you know, nothing. So, um, like that's, that's, that's a huge part. Kabar asked, uh, if I light a candle, on my Dinobot shrine, and this household has had some pretty bad fucking luck when it comes to candles. Uh, so Just get one of those little uh, battery power tea lights. That that's actually like what I'm thinking about doing. Getting you know, you put one of those little watch batteries because uh, Josh uh, had three of them. And I was like, yeah, I could probably get three of them. Didn't your mom uh, leave get one candle incense. burning? Hang on, didn't your mom leave one candle burning? So you took all the candles in the house and threw them in the lake? Uh, I cut them up and threw them in the trash. But yes. <laughs> Um, Josh said one for Josh said I had three one for dino mode one for bot mode and one is for daily mess around mode (laughs) it's funny because I have three dino bots specifically in those like configurations like I have one (laughs) I have like dude I've rubbed paint I've had to do paint repair on it and one in the box uh, yeah and I've also got one in the box but then I have one that's staying in dinosaur mode and I've got one that's staying uh, untouched in in robot mode um uh okay roki said i got it right the first time sweet uh kabar also said shout out to big black cox that's your thing kabar i'm not gonna judge you <laughs> um and then josh said the sealed one will not have a candle near it no it, it will not you're absolutely right so but yeah man that's uh that's like like dude like you know like we always uh, periodically, like it doesn't matter, like what show you're on or you listen to or you're part of, like that 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 what what would you do if 
you know, something bad happened or whatever came out and I dread the yeah. topic. Cause like, dude, if, if it did like, you know, like I'd be out, I'd be completely out. I'd be like, dude, I don't want Man, to be like part those of this. questions that kind of play the fuck out though. What's the first, what's the first figure you grab if your house is on fire? Or even I'm even just even just something as as grim as <laughs> yeah I'm going down with the ship. Okay. I was gonna say even <laughs> even even something as grim as like what would you do if uh you know if if you lost it all like even yeah. even if even if I got the uh, insurance even if I got the insurance payout from it fucking I'm done like you know that's it throwing in the towel calling it quits like. I just like I feel like at this point, like this is the the one thing I've put more of my time singularly into than anything else I've done in my life. Um, so like like you know when when you when you spend, you know, it, it, it's not like an all the time thing, but when when you look at it like something you've been into and you've been doing for ten years, um, like it's it's gonna you're gonna have an attachment to it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and granted, like I see, I see a lot of dudes now that have been in the game for a lot longer than I have. Um, some prominent—I won't say I see a lot, but I see some prominent ones like getting ready to, to call it quits. You know, they're they're getting out, they're selling. You know, getting rid of super rare shit um, at decent <laughs> prices. Uh, and and it's dude, it's it's crazy. Like uh, just for example, like Burr Icy um, is selling a lot of stuff and that dude's got a lot of really really cool stuff i think he had a complete like japanese and american uh g1 collection wow and a lot of that stuff's like man it's just hard to get i think he also had uh some of the, the unreleased like g2 stuff and you know so on and so forth just a lot of like i said a lot of really cool stuff i'm like he's out you know my buddy matt that has uh, a lot of the prototypes um he's he's selling all shots but I think he's keeping the resins, but I think it's only a matter of time before those resins are, you know, hitting other people's hands, you know? So may, maybe I'll feel differently in 10 years. Maybe in 10 years, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm good. And it kind of comes back around to something uh, I was talking with Mike Kincaid about today. Uh, we were just talking about the fandom in general, and it's just, just the toxicity that's there. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's, you know, and it's not everyone like, you know, it's not fair to say that everyone in the fandom is, is toxic and, you know, just our, our small group or, or whatever isn't because there are, there's a lot of cool people that you just, you meet along the way and that you still meet along the way and you're going to meet along the way and they're going to be cool. But by and large, dude, there's a lot of just disheartening shit that gets said in, in the fandoms, mostly on hashtag, Facebook. Hashtag fuck buck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like that, that dude's a, a prime example. Um, but even even if it's just uh, you know hobby related, if it's just related to Transformers, um, there's just a lot of you know like like people don't want to see you get what you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Like even though like they can still get all the shit that they want, it's just like, do they see you happy for something? Nope, not gonna have that in this. Uh, Burn them with fire. <laughs> so you know, I think it's uh. I think there, there's a lot. I don't think it's maybe necessarily the, the aspect of collecting, but even just the surroundings of the collecting. The environment, yeah. Um, I got a quick question for you guys. Shoot. What if, if you know, like if, if we didn't get Chug, you know, if that was never a thing, Chug and Masterpiece never existed. Go all the way back to 2006. It never existed. Um. But they they just kind of kept pumping out like mainline like cartoon stuff. 
Um, what would you funnel your money into? Like, what other thing would you be into, or would you just be into getting the main line? Dalton, you go first. I, I would get the main line for the most part. I mean, those past couple lines are no example. So, well, like that's that's the thing, though, man. Like, if if all that if all that there was was uh, Cyberverse and RID twenty fifteen. There, there was no, you know, there's no chug, no masterpiece, no third party, none of that shit. <clears throat> you would, you would still be content with buying transformers in, in that, in that capacity. What? No backtracking either for older lines. All so there's no chug for the third time. Well, I mean, no masterpiece. No backtracking no for older mainline. I mean, even even if it's yeah, I mean, like I would say, like mainline is mainline, so that's you know. It counts for sure. Well, then other than backtracking anything else that I might have missed through the main line, then I'd be out until something better came along. I think, yeah, I, I'm kind of there already, man. Like, I, the only chug that I have are the fucking five figures from Beast Wars. So Rat Trap, Rhinox, Waspinator. I don't even have the universe ones, um, the Cheetor and the Dinobot. Because they're trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, man, I just... Yeah, I, I'd be fine without Chug. Masterpiece, so, like, listen. I love the Masterpiece. They're fucking amazing works of art. But if they didn't exist, no, I think I'd still be fine, man. Because all my shit's just, like, the vintage stuff anyway. Or not vintage, okay. but, like, the mainline stuff anyway. For the, for the sake of the conversation, like, after, you know, like, there's only so much vintage to buy. Like, is there anything, yeah. is there anything else, anything else that would have piqued your interest that you could funnel that same kind of money into? Well, I think I've already done that. Like, yeah. so I've, I've got all the, the mainline vintage stuff or most of it. I moved on to the Japanese stuff and got most of that still after a few pieces. Um, but like apart from masterpiece and I guess the chug, like I went after those robot heroes or, or, um, yeah, yeah, the little PVC figures. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I went after those. Um, I went after the Beast Machines drones. Uh, all the same. Like, I don't have this huge, like, third-party display or nothing, or masterpiece display. Um, and I would just move on to different lines like I already have. Like, I went into Gundam. Got all the Gundam wing kits. Went into Metabots, Titanfall, Zoids. You know what I mean? Like, I've been kind of building back, like, Ninja Turtles. Kind of building back up all the shows, not just Transformers, but like all the shows that were really important to me in my childhood. That's actually something new that I got that I should have mentioned in the beginning. I got the Michelangelo tattoo. Yeah. Kind of beast. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Like, like there's more than like Transformers or I should say Beast Wars Transformers. It will always be the biggest property to me. It will be all the, always be the most influential and most dearest to my heart. As far as like um, like a fiction goes, as my child in my childhood, but there's more than just that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I think I would be on the exact same trajectory. Yeah, and I, I should have clarified more on that too. Like, I would have moved on to something like Gundam, or you know, gotten back into Bionicle, or even like I've said a few times before, back into model yeah. trains. Yeah. To be honest, the only reason I got into the model kits was because I wanted a better representation of the Gundam Wing figures. 
that I used to have back in the those old MSIA shitty uh, mobile yeah, suit and action days. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I actually bought some of them off of eBay. I still have the cards, actually. The, some of them the are big expensive. You know? card. They are expensive. Some like, of them. I bought them. them. I got them. I tried to pose them, and my God, were they dog shit. Some of them are cheap, <laughs> though. But yeah. Like, I, but I used that, to have that, them all, and that, I displayed that, them and everything, man. It was awesome. I know, dude. That topic stemmed actually from like an, like another thing that uh, Mike Kincaid and I were talking about. Like he 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 was messaging me a lot, uh, just just he and I today. So I wonder I wonder if Vanessa's okay. I should probably ask. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, like he is we, nose deep in that colon as we, we speak. <laughs> we uh we got to talking about it. Like you know, I was just like, dude, I think I would be way more into. Marvel six inch, like the Marvel Legends six inch stuff. I think if all I had was Beast Wars Vintage line, and and the, you know there was no masterpiece, no Botcon, no none of that. You know I got a complete other half of the room that would be nothing but six inch super dupers. And you know and I'm I'm very married to my three and three quarter inch scale, but I think I would still have those two because I think you know, that's always just been my my main focal interest. Um, but dude, yeah, I would be, I'd be going ham on some Marvel legends. Uh, I, all of them, it, do, you know, it yes. doesn't matter. Just yeah, that's, all of them. that's a recent rabbit hole that I've been going down and, now and, and, and see like, you know, like now, and now again, most of my, most of my issue with six inch action figures is just space. Uh, I don't have, like I can fit way more three and three quarter inch toys in a, in the same space as say like six inch toy line. Um, but like right now, like I've got a spot set up for the main, Xavier cast of '90s X Men cartoon, and that was in love. Uh, you know, with, with Beast Wars, like arguably they were always neck and neck. So being able to recreate that, get those X Men, is is huge. Yeah. It's huge to me. Like I, I would like to get the Brotherhood of Mutants as well. Anything you know, any of the other like Jim Lee stuff, anything else that kind of popped up in that series. But I'm content with just the core group. And um, you, you know, but it's like like that's that's. The X Men stuff is a is a big rabbit hole I could fall down, and I think I would even go after the vintage X Men uh, toy line from the nineties too. And like that's something I looked at doing, but I was just like, dude, I just don't have the fucking space for it. Yeah. Um, I think that um, like like I, you know, ultimately like robot robots is what rules the roost around here. But I think you know, like like I don't know, you know, like like I, I, I like Transformers Prime, but I only like it enough to have the showcast. Uh, you know, not enough to uh, just do a full line collection of of all those. Uh, well, and even then, there weren't that many that were non-show. I think it was almost like Dead End and some of the Predacons, and and the entirety of the Beast Hunters line. You know, um, and like Beast Hunters was a big line, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Like, man, what? You know, fuck. What if? What if there was no MP? Like, I don't even think I would go down that Hot Toys uh, rabbit hole. I really don't. Like, there, there's a few I've looked at and I've almost got, but it's just who has room for a fucking 12 inch doll? You know what I mean? Shout out! Shout out to Chris Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, real quick, we got a, a few comments. Uh, Kabar says Hinke Dinobot is not trash. I'll give you the Cheetor. He's pretty bad. That's right, man. Like Hinke Dinobot is a pretty fucking cool figure. Um, he's too small, but it's a decent figure. Uh, pursued, like it, pursued Mist Five Twenty One 
says the problem is you have a lot of fans of a lot of different aspects of Transformer stuff, but instead of coming together, people are at each other's throats, and it's really sad to see. I agree. Mm-hmm. Cray Space Z, how are you doing today? Um, Josh Fisher said a better representation of Gundam Wing is a pile of garbage on a burning tire fire, and I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take a equally great offense to that as Tyler would. Uh, Motherfucker. Gundam Wing is rip- my grandpa Gundam. Yeah, you better listen up, man. I'm going to rip your leg out and beat you to death with it. You talk that <laughs> shit again. You leave Gundam Wing uh, out of this, okay? I'll give you Gundam Seed. Fuck. I'll give you I'll give you any Universal Century, okay? But you leave Gundam Wing the fuck alone. Also, I don't also leave Double O alone and also leave Brittany alone. <laughs> oh man, what a callback, Dalton! That was a, that was a funny video you did back then. Oh, oh god! god. <laughs> and um, Kabar said, "I'd say if Chug and MP were gone, I would probably not be into modern mainline Transformers. I would have completed my vintage stuff and been out. The modern fiction just isn't is just not there." So I mean, so listen, how is it how is it even possible to be in on? fucking modern chug transformers for beast wars anyway like i said there's only like five of them yeah, well i mean like you know like i'm into you know i'm into the to, to the idea i mean stuff. six if you count the optimal optimus yeah like i'm i'm into the idw stuff and i'm again like i'm married to that chug scale for that idw stuff. oh yeah i guess that makes, and I, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking you know just and beast wars, honestly bad. without without chug and without uh, masterpiece. I don't think there would have been a third party to draw any interest off of. I just, you know, because like that's that's where they started. They started at Chug, you know, G one comic IDW stuff, and the, you know they blossomed yeah. into to to what you know what it is now. But so I don't think we would have had any of those like legends or anything like that. We wouldn't have had City Bots to put them with, you know. So like even if the even if the comic books were were still coming out and like there was just no toys for them. Like man, like you know, uh, there's there's a lot of space I'd be able to like. I have a case of, of a full detail full of records from top to fucking bottom, nothing but records. So I actually have two, no, just one of those. Okay, Red I've actually here. gotten to a point where it doesn't matter what I like the figures that I. I gotta fucking hang on. I gotta restart again. I'm so <laughs> Dalton today, Jesus. I've I'm gotten to I'm a getting point. Out. Where when I have something that I love, I want something to represent that on my shelf to a point where if there isn't something out there tangible, like a figure or even a statue to represent that, I almost fall out of love with it. I wouldn't I I would not agree with that. Just because, like, I'm very much into uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Evangelion, um, like, really into it. Now there are products out there, but they're not that great. Like, you know, there's there's some of the Bandai models which I put one of them together, but I don't see myself going after, uh, you know, the other three um, to to do. Or, or there's there's more now that we've got the the rebuild series, and I want to do those too. But even just the original look of the the uh, the giant robot humanoid things. Uh, I, I don't think that I would be super into um, to, to going after those. And then there's Revel Techs. And Revel Techs, like the joints just aren't the best, but I've looked at it as probably my only option. 
and it's not a great option. It's an, a, a somewhat decently priced option, but it's it's not like it's not quite perfect for me. Then I think there were some uh, uh, some solo. I don't know if it was solo Chagokin, but it was like a one of those like you know metal toys, whatever they're called. I'm sure someone out there knows it, but. Uh, there were those, and those are super nice looking, but they're too motherfucking expensive because I'm buying all these motherfucking Beast Wars Masterpiece times three. So, hell yeah, uh, I'm kind of stuck, you know, in in that spot where like I want something that's decent, not too terrible. You know, I, I don't want the best quality piece. Arguably, those metal ones are going to be super quality pieces. Uh, they're painted up real nice and in the whole nine yards. Um, I don't want the the model kit that's probably gonna you know sloop and slouch and get loosey goosey just from standing there over time, uh, but I don't want to be replacing Revoltec joints every six months either. So, but it doesn't make me fall yeah. out of love with that franchise. Like I love that fucking franchise. I watch. Maybe that was a little extreme, but yeah, like well, I, mean, I, I find yeah. myself not as interested in that property. Like I I don't find myself falling further into that property. I should say. If there's no like figure line to go after, the opposite side of that man is um like like Iron Blooded Orphans. I have not seen past like the third or fourth or fifth episode, but I if you know when when I find it in the budget, I'm gonna buy you know probably four or five more high grade kits to put them together. And I know nothing about the yeah. series, you know. I know absolutely nothing about the series, so yeah. It's yeah, it, I get you. It depends, man. It's, it's really it's really strange. We got I like mean, damn near a full that. we got damn near a full MPSP th- uh, theater uh in the chat. We got Russ the Must, Sam Mead, Josh Fisher. Wow. Uh dude, we're we're missing we're missing Rob and uh Nick and we'd have the full uh shit piece gauntlet. We are approaching an invasion. Oh, shout out to Nick. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Josh too. I think I missed it. I don't know when it was, but uh, at least everyone can agree IBO is incredible in the chat. That's great. <laughs> I've, I've seen said, like ten episodes and it's pretty good. Sam said Nick said it was ass eating season, and no, it's not. Not in Florida. <laughs> not in Florida. It's not. So, um, anyways, uh, you guys want to talk about anything else before we get on out of here? We pretty much turn this into Gundam Lock again. I think we should wrap it up here. <laughs> just yeah, about. just about. I wish I was typing these topics down as we covered them. But uh, real quick, man, uh, big shout out to Kabar. Uh, he's um, he's always like time stamping the episodes for us and put them in the comments. I pin those for anyone who uh, likes to catch the show after it's aired. So uh, I really appreciate that, Kabar. Um, Dalton got one foot out the door, man. One foot out the door. But with that being said, we're uh, we're we're trading Dalton to SCU for Greg for Mercy in the 2020 season. So um, that's good news for you, Dalton man. That's a step up, dude. And uh, and we get Gregors. So it's gonna be uh, Information Creek. Uh, information. I'm with it. Creek. It's gonna be Information Lock before Creek. you know it. That being said, why don't you check out? Uh, well, Dalton, where can people find you, at, man? Primary Daltonian CFs. All right, and soon, soon to be SCU. No. Tyler, where can people find you at, man? You can find me everywhere at hashtag Bucks a Cuck. 
how many? I wonder how many how many words can we get to rhyme with that? Well, for it to still I don't be, know, but I've been, to, I've been writing, be I've been writing raps lately, well, so I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, dude. Tyler, yeah, Tyler's, got them, buck buck. Tyler's got them bars. Make a trend. Get out to your Instagrams and whatnots. You find me everywhere at Primal <laughs> Sabbath hashtag fuckbook. And we advise you all. It'd be a cool thing to do. If you sit down at the Cool Table Network, check out cool shows such as Shattercast Uncut, Into the Realm, Toy Detox, Big Bang of Beers, Walters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, one of my personal favorites, Mass P. Shit Peace Theater, and some honorable mentions you can check out Back and Forth, TS Podcast Network, Blackout and Shout, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, and Around 30 Minutes with my boy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. Thank you all for watching, and we'll catch you guys next week. The Beast Wars Tech 9. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking like